Welcome to I Am Here. Um, thanks for coming back. I am Amarilis. And I am Gabby. Welcome extra to today. our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> extra But I thank you for coming be. back. Yeah, you yes. had to do it, bro. You had to do the whole leg. What is it? I had to be the dramatic spare This dramatic chair. I keep saying spare chin, which is not what it's like dyslexic. That's not what I mean to say. Chair chair spare chin, huh? Gabriela's doing a spare chin. So if you're not watching us on YouTube, this chick is literally like being extra turning around. chair but we are amarilis and gabby we're cousins so um here on um here podcast we're just sharing our family stories our own personal testimonies and hopefully you connect um late or just laugh at us because we're extremely ridiculous for no reason and you should follow us guys subscribe follow us subscribe to i am here podcast on youtube or I am here pod on Instagram where we post a hopefully soon post a lot more stuff. Come on now, we're doing it. There ain't no hopefully we're doing a thing, right? Um, but yes, send us messages, subscribe, share, um, let us know what you want to hear or if you really resonated with something or think um you disagree with us or whatever it may be. Um, we're open for conversation. So yeah. Hit us up. Love it. Today, today, I'm excited because it's a special one. Coming up on Father's Day. Um, so we're going to talk about lessons we learned from our dads. Mm-hmm. Our little stories with our fathers. This is a um, homage and respect and just reminiscing and joy. Yeah. Did you notice that both of us have our dad's faces? Uh, okay. So now, like, I know you have your dad's face. Like, yeah, it's like, okay. And it's funny to say that because people who are watching on YouTube, like, oh, this pretty girl, like, she's so cute. Um, <laughs> right. And I are like, you have your dad's face, but the legit, like, your dad is just cute. You know, you're <laughs> my dad is adorable. I love my dad. So cute. So cute, but you legit has his face. Now, when you say that about me, I don't know. I feel like I'm a mix between mom, mommy, and papi. I don't know. Aren't we all? But I, I see it with you. I see it. You, you, and also have the same face. But that's the thing. Also looks just like mommy. Really? Yeah. He just I has papi's eyebrows. More like Dio. He has Poppy's eyebrows. Like the eyebrows, there's no denying the kind I saw a Poppy. picture of Theo when he was younger. He had a big mustache, but like if you just yeah. do this, it looks like also. If you like Look, cover if you go his like face. this, if you go like this, you cover his eyes and his eyebrows is mom. But then you cover his nose and his mouth is Poppy. So <laughs> Whatever works. What a uh, point I don't know. Him. You look like I think you look like him. Now we're going to have to put pictures of our dads to see. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where we'll put it, but I'm just going to point. Just insert and, and just this, be like, all right, we're just, we'll put it on Instagram, right? We'll put it on Instagram and be oh, like. Yeah, so you follow us. That, that now you have to follow us on Instagram because then you'll, you'll know what we're talking about. I have some people who will be like, oh, you, you straight up look like your mom. Like you're like your mom. Aww. And then they see my dad or they would see my dad. And they'd be like, you straight up look like your dad. And I'm like, I can't look like both of them. Or maybe you can. Mm, maybe I do. Mm. Mm. Yes. It's possible. I think <laughs> it's possible. Funny. That's the whole point of uh, having... Well, actually, that's not the point of having parents, but <laughs> but it's definitely... Uh, it, it's included <laughs> in having parents. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> People are going to be like, what? Yes, it's the point of having parents. So that that's the way. point of having parents is to look like them. Nothing else. Not to be raised by them or anything or you know support and safe nope 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 just to look cute <laughs> absolutely so we were going to be talking about uh things we learned from our dads yeah yo so much yeah oh, man we're gonna it's, cry in this one aren't we yeah we are because look Bobby's hands are right there 
Aww. I didn't even notice until like, cause I do um, video calls now and somebody's like, I gotta know what are those hands behind you? What is that? And I'm like, they're my dad's hands. Um, and Aww. he's holding, he's holding the saw that he um, used uh, at work. Um, so my sister, my older sister, Ana Maria was the one that like just took pictures of his hands after he came in from the end to the house um, working from working cause he was out and he did a lot of carpentry. So he was out and um, so in the picture, you see his veins um, like all running down his forearms and like the callus in his hands and the dirt in his hands. Um, and she's like, before you wash your hands, I need to take a picture of it. Uh, <laughs> and he's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so now we have it and it's really, really awesome. It's so meaningful now um, because we don't get to see his hands anymore. We don't, um, we don't get to, um, to really physically enjoy that part, you know? Um, Cause for people who haven't known, um, if I, I've mentioned it briefly on other um, shows, but um, when I was 19, Bobby passed away. Um, so having that piece is really nice cause there's something, at least for me, very special of, of that relationship of being able to like study his mustache you know and like you study the eyes and you yeah. study like and and there's there's this um this closeness this connection of studying his hands and knowing what his hands look like and there's almost this that that intimacy of 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 being in a parent-child relationship father-daughter of just like that's my dad you know like his very yeah. strong hands I, I know his hands i know the work um and the callus that comes from from working hard, and that's definitely mm -hmm. a big lesson um, that I definitely um, took away from Papi of appreciation for work ethic and appreciation of working with your hands. I know I've had um, a lot of interactions as an adult um, with different people, different upbringings, and. Um, the appreciation almost and the um, respect for the professional work and professionalism and um, working um, in, with more of your intellect, which is beautiful. I respect it. I love it. I, I don't work with my hands. I work with my <laughs> mind and I interact with people. Um, but it's just so interesting to me of like different people may have um, different perspectives of labor workers. And to me, I'm like, that's amazing. Like, I, I appreciate factory workers and, and uh, labor workers because that's my dad. And he supported us with that. And he, um, if we ever needed anything, um, he was the one, like he was the one that put the tiles on the, on the floor, you know? And as a surprise to mommy, when she would come back from work, he's like, I, I did the floors. Um, <laughs> just, um, if there was any time that we didn't need maintenance, like uh, somebody to come in because he couldn't fix it. I remember Bobby being around them always. He wanted to learn. He's just like, okay, show me what you're doing. So that way he can know how to do it afterwards. He always wanted, he was always curious about um, how things worked and making it work and being able to um, just be there. Oh man, so funny because like, all right, so I, um, my mom, and like we had our house and then a block away lived my maternal grandma. So my maternal grandma pretty much raised us because mommy and papi both worked. Um, so um, we would be there until like they would pick us up in the evening. And I remember oh, so many times like papi would be home. He's let me mind you, he was like uh, a um, a carpenter. So he worked with his hands all day long in in the factory. Then he'd come home, and he'd he'd work at home. Once he gets home you know and he wants to just take a nap like papi would just take a nap like but they were planned naps they're not like your unexpected naps like he would like come home and be like <laughs> why'd you gotta call me out with your four hour naps but anyway <laughs> he would come home and he would take a nap and his phone would ring like the phone like the landline it was like ring, and we always knew it was grandma like hmm. she would see papi's car passing her house and she would call him and he's like, ah, oh. <laughs> so frustrated. And we're like, ah, oh, Doña Nilda, ah. Oh. We're like, oh, she just wants you to go by the house. He's like, ah, oh. because he knew going by the house meant she had 
him fixing um, the washer. Um, maybe coming by to help. Um, He's the weed. handyman. Oh, <laughs> and he's like, oh no, no, tell her, tell her I'm not here. Tell her, <laughs> tell her all these things. Tell her, like, tell her I'm not here. Or like, oh, like I'm sleeping. Just like, and he just like roll over. And that man, like, he would be so upset. But literally, like, twenty minutes later, he'd take kind of a little nap in, and he would get dressed and go over there anyway to help. You know, so that was a big lesson of you can complain, you can be tired, you're working hard, but you're always going to um, to be of service uh, to yeah. help other people, even though it gets on your nerves. Um, there was um, a love for just helping people and being there and a service and really, I, I mean, I can't put it any other way, just like a genuine just love for people. And that's so something that I carry with me. I always remember. And that's so important to have, especially in, in a world where we live. Just it's so having crazy. that love to give to other people, acts of service. That's my love language. So I really have an appreciation for him. Uh, I think that's Bobby's. If I had to give him, and like, you know, just based on what I know, acts of service is most definitely, most definitely his love language he didn't do gifts we always had to remind him mom mother's day is coming your anniversary is coming make sure you get something nice He's like oh <laughs> we had to we had to coach him on that but um definitely definitely for sure just the love for people um that's beautiful oh so big there's so many lessons i could go on and on and on because <laughs> i remember like when he passed when his, he passed, like, and just the amount of people that came to the funeral was ridiculous. And I know you were really little, so I don't know how yeah, much you remember. Really young, but I do remember it being crowded. It was ridiculous. It was like, it was in February in Pennsylvania. It was brick outside. And there was snow everywhere. And there was a line of people out of the funeral home for the whole like two hours, three hours of the viewing, it was just a constant line. There was no wow. time for that line stopped. It was just a constant line. And we didn't know, like there was no gathering of being able to talk. It was just a constant line of people coming because there were so many people he interacted with that we would make fun of him and be like, oh, he's the mayor of the city because every time <laughs> somebody would pass by the house, he'd be like, hey, hey, hey. Like, and people would just stop. And that <laughs> man could, everyone. it took him all day to mow the lawn. Because people would stop him and he would just have to stop and talk to them. <laughs> Aww, he could have um, been there. Yes. And it was just like so many different people of so many different walks of life. Like I remember there were the buddies that he would drink with in the alley were there. Like young folks who were struggling with, um, with their own vices. There were older people from church. There were like rich um people from the factory like the owners of the factory that he would interact with um and and so there's like so many different people coming here to pay their respects and i always thought bobby was making things up like he was exaggerating um the things that he would say but like yeah i went to um i went to to the owner's um office today and i complained about blah 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 i didn't like the way the supervisor held this and i didn't like the super supervisor supervisor's response so i went straight to the owner and we're like yeah 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 dad we went to the owner's office again blah 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 because papi didn't speak english very well like there i, I have very few memories of him speaking english because he was so self-conscious about his broken english so I'm like, you really went into this rich man's office every day to complain about some dumb things that like he don't care about. I'm like, yeah, 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 dad, you're big and bad, whatever. And then at the funeral home, his, um, the owner of his factory, like the big CEO guy, he's like, your dad will come into my office every day to complain. And I'm looking at mom. He's like, lying. He was telling <laughs> the truth. Wow. He's so brave. So brave. He saw a lot of injustices and he was like, this is not right. I need to talk to the owner. I don't want to talk yeah. to nobody else. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And I even told the owner, I was like, I thought my dad was lying about that. <laughs> Oh man, not many people would stand up for injustices like that. Yeah. He was really special. Yeah. And still is. 
Yeah. Yeah. So cool. That's so cool. I remember, like, that was one thing. I was like, I wish people knew him. After he said, like, I would talk to people about him, it's not the same to talk about him than you meeting a person. Um, and that was something I, I remember caring for. I was like, man, you just you just needed to meet the dude because he is so awesome. Like, he's just a crazy guy. Um, like, crazy. He's like, he's uh, like very um, helpful, very caring, but crazy. So I'm like, people just enjoyed being around him. Um, and that's, again, it goes back to just loving people and, and um, being able to, to experience that in my life and see how, how you can love people who, for who they are, regardless of their age, um, gender, nationality race um language socioeconomic status like he he talked to everybody who would listen and he listened to them too so many people came looking for his advice um so that's that's something that i, I definitely take from my dad i i really appreciate that i was able to be um part of that that's awesome it's crazy because like uh i was very young when he passed away but I do have memories of him and like the memories that I have of him are so funny because they're so full of love and joy. Like I don't have any bad, you know, bad memories of, of him. It, like I have, we've had other family members that, that we aren't so close to, or maybe even pass away at an early age for us. Um, and I can, I can have some like bad memories of them, but I just, with him, I just remember the sound of dominoes. Yep. Like him playing, laughing, raspy, like deep laughter. I remember his kiss. Also has his laugh. They, yeah. And I remember, <laughs> I remember his like kisses because he was like, he had like a big mustache and they were so like, it was so nice. And I don't know, just like, I remember being, he picked me up in the air and he threw me up in the air. And I remember no other like uncle would do that to me. Really? And, yeah. I mean, I, like some cousins, like, like Giko would do that to me but uh i remember that yeah yeah it's so cool it's so cool because um he loved people you know and he and everybody he met was his family um and treated it and treated it and that's another thing like you talk about how he just would grab you and throw you and it's just like um i i have a different relationship i was 19 when papi passed so there's a fullness of like there's very great memories and positive memories and there's different conflicts and challenges that i'm like boy ooh, like you know it's, <laughs> like that's i would get so, like with, what was that oh that was that's what it's like with uh with parents it just doesn't matter um when they're your parents you have good and bad things yeah because they're them. human they're yeah. human <laughs> They're so human, and it's it's just like oh, like especially when you're a teenager, you're like you start realizing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yo, why are you doing dumb things? You're a grown up. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's yeah, but it's there's so much just like joy, you know, like pure joy from from that dude, and um, and I uh, I being able to have like that childlike quality. Of just like he would play with kids and he loved having kids and just rolling around on the ground and being like this is great and he's the one that taught us to like run in the rain and he's just like oh let's go out in the rain let's go run da, 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 da. and splashing in the water and just Aww. like it's just like grown-ass man like what are you doing yeah. but like loving the playfulness yes yeah totally it's so it's just that like it gave me permission to um, embrace the inner child because I could see it. Like that's a natural part. That was not anything crazy. It was normal. And he found joy in seeing us have fun. Um, and, and it was so funny to just like watch him with other family members because I could see him being a little boy too. Like it wasn't just about making it fun for us, his kids, but sitting at grandma's house and she's talking and he's like on his knees with his head like on her lap and just looking up like with big eyes of curiosity of like listening to her story and then interrupting her like mom 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 and then remember when i did this and then you punished me and i remember remember when <laughs> remember then when i did this and then you thought it was so funny like remember remember like Aww. seeing just a little boy in him 
um, with his, like, with our, our extended family, um, it was just a way of living. It's just like that natural curiosity of the world and playfulness and joy and um, big lessons, big lessons. I'm so appreciative of, of being able to have that. And it's almost like I got to continue to carry that because that's the way people get to meet my dad. Yeah. They get to meet my dad through me. Yeah. Yeah. That is so powerful. Yes. Oh, when we, oh, I feel that when we have family members that leave us, um, I, I, I've always tried to, to write about this because, um, I always love when people tell me stories about, I know it's Father's Day, but I like my mom. Um, I love it when I learn something new about her, because uh, even though I was 15 when she passed away, I was still, I felt like I didn't know her as much as I, and you never know them as much as you want to know them, even when they're there. But when they're gone, you really want to know them. So it's almost like you're gathering pieces of them that you never had before when people tell you stories about them and when they're gone you place all the pieces together and then you get to learn who they really were um that's why sharing like we always say sharing stories is so essential for healing because we talk about those instances that other people don't know about that'll bring joy and information and just we learn education through whatever it is that we're talking about. Yeah. And I love and it's hearing. it's just a way of connecting, really. Yes. And that's why I love when you talk about him. I love, love, love when you talk about him because then I feel like I'm meeting him all over again because I never really got to meet him or remember him too well. Just little bursts of things. Yeah. And it's just so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. And I like, I like that um, because it is true. You don't really know people completely, you know, and honestly, we don't really know ourselves fully. It's just yeah. through stories. You're like, oh my gosh, you start realizing what's really important to you, what stands out. Yeah. Um, and it's really cool. And I, I feel that I appreciate that because it's the same way of just like hearing different points of view of people who met my dad and they saw different sides that I didn't see. Um, which helped me see the man, you know, not just the superhero or the dad or the pain in the butt, you know, <laughs> um, but see the man and the things that he dealt with and the things that he struggled with and the things that um, he survived and overcame and just, and just how meaningful he was to other people. I didn't realize how important my dad was to other people until after um, he passed away and they came home and they would share all these stories of all of the things that he did and how he changed their life and we're like my dad you know <laughs> like my dad did that this fool are you sure <laughs> um it's 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 amazing um and it's interesting because i think of like your dad too of, i knew him before you met him that's true because you're older than me Okay, like you don't have to say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say you're old. I just said you're older than me. It's not by too much. Uh huh. Uh huh. I saw not that. Not by too much. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the lessons you learned from Teo Gilberto? Oh, there's so many. I think Your dad is so one. cute. I love him. Um, I love my dad. He's my best friend. I tell him everything. There's no secrets between me and my dad. Um, but the number one things that I've learned from him, and I think about this a lot, are humility, um, being a good listener, and unconditional love. Those are like the three things that stand out most when I think about my dad, because he's like the most humble person that I know. Like, he is so smart. He, he, he went... He was in the seminary for a while, um, and then he left uh, before he even met my mom. I have to make that clear, because every time I say that, people are like, what? He what? He met your mom, and then he left? It's like, no. He left, he left the seminary for your mom. He left your God for your mom. Nah, nah, that's not what <laughs> So, like, he has a lot of knowledge on things like uh, the Bible and things like when it comes to theology, um, but he also has a lot of knowledge when it comes to 
uh, things like history and just, I don't know, he's just so open to education and learning more things about the world. So he's always reading and watching videos. Loves poetry. So that's like something that I like admire about him so much is that he has all this knowledge. He's so wise. He reminds me of a big turtle. Um, he reminds me of a tortoise. I'm going to tell I mean, you, you call him a turtle. He's not a turtle. I saw what I meant. Like, he doesn't look like a turtle. <laughs> he's a beautiful man. But he, he reminds me of, like, those wise tortoises, like, or, or an owl, a wise owl, because he knows so much about life. And he's like a textbook. You sit down, and he will tell you anything. But he never will let you know how smart he is. He won't. He won't. You will just find that out. He never goes around saying that he's smart. He doesn't, he, he knows that he's smart, but he won't tell people that. He won't be, like, bragging about all of his knowledge or anything. And whenever he does something for someone, whether it's, like, donation or helping out in the community, he doesn't tell everybody about it. He just goes out there and he helps the sick and he comes out like and he comes home and you would never know like you would never know that he went and he helped someone like Mm -hmm. he he does a lot of of work for the church um and he goes uh in the community and he basically gives uh he like reads the readings for for the the past church um mass or whatever and then he goes and he reads it to them and he does all of that basically like the work of like what a not not a priest because of course he doesn't do all of the important things that a priest does but he does deliver the message and makes makes people feel included and i i so admire that 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 idea of just inclusion and he doesn't go around telling people i didn't even know he was doing this like i didn't even isn't know. it crazy how they be sneaky ninjas you yeah. don't even know what they're doing and you live yeah, in the same house yeah like my dad's over here like changing the world in the community and he's the like, heck? like activist and i'm like wait why didn't you tell me <laughs> that you were out in the community doing things or like it's like almost yo you're living with like batman right yeah <laughs> he does a lot of he does volunteer work too and like i'm just like what what <laughs> like why didn't you tell me you were doing this but he's like, well, if you ask me, like, I'll let you know that I'm doing it, but I'm not going to go around yelling that I'm doing it. And like, yo, bro, why would I ask you, are you doing this? Like, okay, now you have yeah, to run down and be like, yo, dad, are you Iron Man? Are you Superman? Like, are you, like who are you? <laughs> no, because yeah, if he was Iron Man, he'd be like, I am Iron Man. I feel like I'm living with a superhero. It's crazy. Like a double identity. So I don't know. Like, that's one, ma- like, humility is the number one, one of the number one things I've learned about him uh second one is him being a good listener my dad like you he's like a i don't want to say that he's like a journal but but he's like if i could make him into an because i'm a poet so i have to, i have to compare things that's why i called him a turtle earlier but like a, if i could say that my dad's any book it would probably be a, and that sounds kind of sad because i don't want oh, wow i don't want to I should listen to him speak more. Speak your truth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ooh, ooh, speak it. Yeah, I feel like he would be a journal. The kind of journal that you can lock up and you can just, like, twist the lock and then open it. Because he's very, like, insightful, but he's also and very attentive. And if you spill your heart out to him, he will he will keep whatever you say as a secret. And he will never never like rat you out like i i don't know he will never go and tell someone your business he's very very attentive and very very just he's a great listener and that's why i love talking to my dad so much um and he's like not very judgmental at all um so you can tell him anything and he won't he won't make you feel bad about it and that's just really awesome and i definitely want to have that quality when i have my own family um with children um and the last thing that like I, i've been thinking about this ever since you said talking about our fathers uh for father's day because it's like okay there's so many things but i'm gonna pick out three because uh, I you could go on forever right like yeah it's so, and like the so. number one is unconditional love that's something that like my dad's love for my mom 
was the most beautiful like earthly love that I've ever witnessed in my life. They are and so cute. They're like the it's cute. like something that like came out of a like a <laughs> a movie. Like whenever I hear their love story, I just I think it's incredible. Like they like to give some background, they actually met first in Puerto Rico. Uh, they met like very briefly and they didn't like think about it too much like but my dad did he was like oh she was so pretty whatever yeah and then, he was smitten she's like he's like oh who's that nice looking beautiful woman and then he go to her house yeah he like, went to her was, house but he didn't know who she was yeah it was like a like i think it was a church thing or a community thing like they were just like doing a, a visit or something yeah he was doing a visit um he was visiting i think grandma and then um with his aunt and then mm -hmm. like he saw her like very briefly and then he just was like wow she's beautiful and then he thought about it and he was like okay and then he was just moving on with his life and because they lived on opposite sides of the island like he was in the north and she was in the south um and then in puerto rico I, did i say that i think i said that but whatever <laughs> just to just to reiterate um and then she moved from puerto rico all the way to pennsylvania and then within a few move. months my dad not knowing she's there oh no no i lied he moved there first then on his birthday she like co coincidentally she had arrived to pennsylvania in the same city <laughs> in pennsylvania yo it's like god was like happy birthday Hilberto. exactly like just happy birthday here's your soulmate yeah <laughs> And like, I was like, what? Like, like, I always ask him like, wait, wait, how is it possible? And he didn't even know that her family was moving there. He of didn't course, know. So they didn't have a relationship. They didn't like, they didn't really they have, didn't have any way of knowing. It was a complete coincidence that both of them out of anywhere in the world that they could have lived, that they could have moved to, they both moved to one place. In That's so random. Place. Like who, who moves? From like who moved from Puerto Rico to Pennsylvania? Yeah, and like all most places, to, like, like the smallest little city you could find. Like, yeah, like it's not even a real city. <laughs> and, like most, I'm just saying. I mean, no offense to Pennsylvania, like Bethlehem lovers, town. but like it's not like who are we fooling. But the thing is, yeah, yeah like he, like you could have moved to New York. Like, yeah. New York City was where everyone, all the Puerto Ricans were, they were moving there, and he didn't. Yeah. So they were both, like, in the same place. And then he was telling me the story, like, once he just went to church, and he was like, whatever. And then he saw her, and he was like, what? Is that the girl that I, like, saw for five seconds? Like, and he was like, that's no way. And then he saw, um, he saw, like, our papadrian, like, our, our grandpa, and he was like, that is him, you can't. Yeah, you can't, you can't confuse Papa Adrián. <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, he was see? another father that, uh, yeah. taught us a lot. Yeah, but you can't but, confuse his face. Like, there's no two Papa Adrián's out there. Yeah, but the, but the whole thing with the, their whole love story was so beautiful. And then, like, my mom was dating someone different at the time. And then they were friends. And then they there was, like, living her was, life. Yeah, it was, like, some crazy stuff, and then he, like, protected her because, like, the guy said some crazy crap about her, like, mean stuff, like, sexist stuff, and then he was, like, nah, and he, he stopped the car and goes, you can get out of the car right now, and he said stuff, yeah, like, I didn't know this part of the story. Yeah, it was, like, crazy, crazy, and he was just always there, and then in that moment, he was, like, nah, I'm fighting for her, it was crazy, um, and all this happened. And, like, they got married, and That's they had so us, cute. and my mom got sick, and it's just, like, I talked to him, and he always says, like, no matter how sick she was, she was still that same beautiful girl he fell in love with. It doesn't matter, it didn't matter that she lost her hair, that she was, that she was frail, and she couldn't walk anymore, and she was in a wheelchair anymore. Yeah. He said she was still the superwoman that he fell in love with. And the fact that he was able to see that beauty and able to see all of that love and, and remain in that love, like, way into their relationship and, like, 20-something years into their marriage is something I admire so much because he was there for her. He gave up his job. He 
was there. Like he he was making way less money because he was he was like coming home all the time to take care of her and he wasn't working for a little bit. And he could have just been, you know, we could have had other people take care of her, but he's like, no, I want to be the one by her side. And like he was with her until she left this earth. She was he was by her side when she gave her last breath. And that's like a love that I aspire to have. But I also it also taught me to love in that way everything, if that makes any sense. To look at the world differently, see beauty in things, and also to give that love to the people around me. And I don't know. So he's like so like that's part of unconditional love is something that yeah, it's something that is so different and something you don't really see very often. Um, um and they, the fact that he was still able crazy. Yeah, right. he, he was able to stay. Um and like not for one second he never considered leaving. He was always there. Yeah. And like I know that not a lot of people are fortunate in that regard that they've had experiences with like I have friends that have had their father leave or um just not be present in their lives and I'm just I've it breaks my heart to think that way and I always tell like whenever I have friends that have that experience because I have a couple that that actually have that problem I always say my dad is your dad (laughs) and He's always ready to give that love to them. Like, whenever I have them over, he makes them pancakes in the morning. Like, he, as if he's, they're one of his kids. Oh, they were his belt over the pancakes. <laughs> yeah, so he's my favorite person. He's so awesome. I just, like, because um, you're talking about how, like, his, his unconditional love. And it's just, like, as you were talking, I was just seeing them. I remember, um, like, for your quinceañera. You know, like, that's almost, like so much love like she was in a wheelchair she had really like no strength like yeah, she no. it, it was really really close to the end when, and we all knew it and mm-hmm. we all um and i just remember like all of this love that they that he had um and just holding her you know wanting to he was so delicate with her um as they danced because he didn't want mm-hmm. to hurt her because she was so thin and she and her bones were were really fragile they were break for anything yeah. um and he was just like so tender and so like you could you could feel that love you can see it everybody saw it um and then Tatiana being who she is which is like kicked the wheelchair she's like forget it you gonna dance with me or what <laughs> That was so powerful. And he was just like trying to be so careful. She's like, forget this wheelchair. We're dancing or what, bro? Like it was so, it was so powerful. So cute. And um their yeah, their love was something, something out of this world. Um yeah. I know you say um because you're the daughter, but like we all saw it. We all could see that and we could all feel that. It's incredible. And I think of just not only when she was sick, but um he's incredibly supportive and she will go out she will work she work all dang day and she would then travel an hour and a half to philly and yeah. to, to study for her masters yeah. like she would go to class and she she loved to to study and she loved to learn which is something that she instilled in you guys but he was always there backing it like he was always there supporting and cheering her on and it's so powerful and you see that you see that as a child that and that's something that he actually he 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 brings to us he has that unconditional love for i think everyone he loves honestly and that's something so powerful and after seeing that it's kind of like how can you not believe in love (laughs) if that makes any sense Um, share started playing in my hair in my head and i was like mad old but do you believe in love love?" (laughs) i didn't know this was a music podcast copyrighted for that (laughs) oh no no it was like two seconds i don't think it matters but um 
No, but like he is very supportive and he still has that um, when it comes to me and Luigi. And like even now, like we have Juanchi, he's like living with us. Like we have a, a cousin that we took in and he's living with us and he didn't really have, he didn't have a problem. He was like without second guessing, he's like, yeah, come live with us. And that's something that crazy I think selflessness. We need, yeah. Yeah. We need a lot more of that in this world. Mm-hmm. And that's so cool. I just think of like um before you existed, before your mom and daddy. <laughs> before I existed. <laughs> before what was it? In the, the beginning time. there was no Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But like when he was dating your mom, I was mad little. I was teeny tiny. <laughs> But, um, but I remember like he was, he was so quiet. He was so quiet. And I mean, our family is very intimidating. So it yes. would make sense that he would be so quiet when he's dating your mom with her 11 brothers and sisters and she got six brothers and like, they're like old. Oh no, that's, that's intimidating. Yeah, right? no, it's scary. Yeah, man. Um, but I, and like the stories that we share of like he would not talk to anybody but he he always gravitated to the kids and you know and and they always bring up the the story of every time I would see Tio Hilberto I would run to him and and sit with him and uh ask him to tell me the stories of the hundred smurfs you know the hundred smurfs in Spanish so siempre tufos why the hundred smurfs because Every time I would be with him, he came up with a different story. He was just making them up. So he had a different story every day. And he's just like so creative. He's so imaginative. Like, and just so, so tender and so gentle and so kind. Like, so kind. And he is like incredibly talented and so humble that it pisses me off a little bit. Because I'm like, you have so much, like, his voice when he sings it's incredible you know it's still Hilberto like this man has the most amazing voice and I just love hearing it you know I grew up hearing it because he would sing in the groups and sing in church and it's just like it feels like home like his voice is home it's so beautiful and that's so funny because listen okay it's so funny because he he sings boleros which uh for our audience that doesn't know what boleros are they're like um slow ballads in spanish yeah Yeah, ballads in spanish um but yeah like he like it's so funny because every single saturday when my mom would like she would blast her happy like salsa music right and then my dad would listen to sad boleros and he would like it's not sad they're not sad let's correct that real quick they're romantic okay they're romantic but some of them would be like be like Ay, me voy a morir si no te tengo that's beautiful that's not sad yeah but like some of them are like that's a different song yeah that's, like, that's different <laughs> Like, por amarte así. Like, that That's one. so beautiful. I love that song. I love that song. But yeah, like, just all these songs about, like, un, what is it? Unequated, requited love, whatever. Love. Unreciprocated. Just, yeah, unreciprocated love. And then he's just like, he's like, it's so funny because you just see him on his, like, lawnmower, like, singing so loudly that all the neighbors could hear him. And he's just like, amor, amor. <laughs> And it's just like Can you I don't record know. him. We need we need this on like we need He's footage not of this. Let me. He, he doesn't I mean, let me. No, like, I did, okay, time out, time out, time out. Did you hear me say that you need to get his permission? Did you hear me say that he needs to know? <gasps> Yo, when he sees this, he's gonna be like, excuse me. He's like, you're not allowed to talk to Amarilis anymore. <laughs> He hates it. He hates it. Like, I put him on Snapchat all the time. I know, but it's not for him, okay? He can't be selfish. (laughs) For the world. But, yeah. Oh, man. Honestly, and I say it because, like, it's selfish. Because I want to see it. But, two. (laughs) Two. Because, honestly, like, once he's unable to do those things you're going to be able to have this and be able to have that that voice and that joy and just 
dad living regular life, singing outside in the backyard, mowing the lawn. Like something so ordinary is yeah. so incredibly significant and so incredibly meaningful because that's where life is in the small, ordinary things. Like sitting down and talking to Papi in the front uh, stairs are one of the biggest memories um, that I have. Something so simple of us looking at the stars and talking about, do you think there's aliens up there? Yeah, what kind of aliens are there? Hmm. And like, were they coming up with these crazy yeah. stories? But it's a small, ordinary things with dads that make such a significant impact. Yeah. Um, and that's what makes it so powerful. Like, they're, they're broken. They're um, crazy. They get on your nerves. Um, and... And you love them for it because they're human and it's so small. Just to, just being present, just being there is is so so life changing. So life changing. So yes, you gotta like sneak in the bushes and report him. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Whether he likes it or not, forget that. No, he's not gonna like it, but I'll do it anyway. It's funny because I always like every time that we on Sundays back when a COVID wasn't going on, whenever we would go to mass. Um, afterwards we would go to Perkins or any type of like diner and then I would always like take a picture of him and be like pictures with Papi on Sundays and he would always get mad he's like why are you taking a picture of me and I'm like because you're cute Yo, why are people so self-conscious like my mom is exactly the same way and it's just like crazy she's like oh ugh. I'm like girl it's not even about you it's yeah. not about you yeah right but it's so funny because your dad is like that and i don't know we parallel like mommy and and Tio Gilberto so much because they're very similar in that but i remember yeah. with like papi like he was in every picture every picture even if he was not invited he was he was photobombing before it was like even made like there was pictures like back in the day we had film okay so i'm that old we had film we had cameras okay excuse me you didn't need to go oh, amazed you know so beautiful I can't with you. Goodbye. Uh, but like going and, and getting like the film developed, like it was always a surprise. Like, oh, oh man, I wish I could show you the picture. Yo, we, like just tells us the story of we were, um, we were on vacation. We went to, I think it was um, Ocean City, Maryland. We were on vacation when we were young, right? So like we're teenagers and mommy's like, girls, go ahead, take a picture. So we're looking cute. We're taking a picture. Oh, I know that picture. I've seen it before. I've seen this picture before. Yeah, do you know the story? That, didn't he, did he photobomb you? He photobombed it. We didn't know he was there. I thought it was just a picture. We're all three. And mommy's like, yeah, la nena, la nena, like the three girls. So we're taking a picture. And then we don't know he's there until we get it developed like months, maybe years later, because, you know, oh, you forget yeah. the film is there. And then you go to Walgreens or you go to the pharmacy and then you get it developed and you're like, oh, well, we'll so see what happens. No you know, like <laughs> what pictures are there going to be there? Because we don't know. It's a surprise. And we see it's this picture surprise. and we're like, invited this man into the ah. picture like he's back there he's looking like our bodyguard looking like og like chilling back up there like why are you in every picture that we have in every single one that's so funny i i do remember that picture because like you guys used to have it in your little family room i think yeah like, it's in the sala right now oh in pennsylvania yeah 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 it's probably over there too um but like those are the small things that it's just like afterwards you're like it's so annoying in the moment but then afterwards you're like yeah. Yo, I love it. Yo, yeah. I love it. I love it. Like, now this is one of our favorite pictures because of his annoying photobombing and ruining it. You know, if it was now, we'd be like, delete it, take it over. You know, like, we got to do it right. Yeah, but it's like, true. It's almost like this meaning of, like, we, we always add meaning to stuff. It's just like, he's always there. Like, yeah. he's always there. Like, even though it was annoying as heck, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Hey, if they weren't annoying, would they be our fathers? Is the question. Probably not. <laughs> but why they gotta be so extreme with it? You know. I don't know. My dad loves <laughs> to try. As a kid, my dad was like obsessed with trying to embarrass me. He used to like do a lot of impressions, which were terrible, but he knew it. But he did it just to annoy me. And I was like trying to, or did his, he succeed? Oh, he succeeded as a kid. Like, when I was a kid, he definitely succeeded. Um, but not anymore. Now it's, like, pretty impossible to, like, it's him almost, to embarrass me. have turned. Yeah. But, That's like, yeah, turn. now I embarrass him. 
Um, but like way back in the day, I remember, I specifically remember this one time I was walking in the middle of, uh, of the Lehigh Valley mall and I'm like talking to him. There's a group of people and I'm like, oh my God, they're going to see me. And I, I look weird. I don't even remember why. Like, I guess I was like not dressed up or anything. And I was walking with my dad and I'm like, and I like hid behind him. And then he was like, oh, are you hiding from your friends? And I'm like, they're not my friends. And then he like literally started going he goes i'm spongebob ah! and he tried to do like the spongebob impression and i was like oh my god and he goes gabriela is my daughter ah! and i was like oh my god and i like was cringing and i was like behind him and i was like i'm gonna die and then now i just think if he he would never do that to me today but if he did i would be like yep that's my dad oh my gosh <laughs> There was actually one, no, no, I lied. Recently, he did. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Recently, no, I lied, because he recently did do something that embarrassed me. I was like, a year ago. He's so mean. Yeah, I know, a year ago. He has this thing where he loves to go before COVID. He just loved to go to the the grocery store at like 12 in the morning. That was like his go-to thing, because I mean, he used to get out of work pretty late. So he was, uh second shift so he would just go straight to uh to <laughs> to weiss or something or like um the giant well not giant because they wouldn't be open so probably weiss. yeah they closed earlier and then like he would like come home and then he'd be like do you want anything from weiss come with me and i'm like okay so then i went with him and usually i would stay in the car but then i was like no i'll go in with you and then i went in with him and we went to the there's this one ice cream aisle and he really really wanted like he's been talking he was talking about um this coconut ice cream for like two weeks like two weeks straight he was constantly is it because sometimes them i like coconut ice cream is is like real good no it's it's amazing (laughs) and i don't blame him it was incredible we were both gonna get it (laughs) and i was like okay i'm excited and then like he, like, every single day would be like, oh, ese helado de coco, I really want it right now. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then he was like, that's how he baited me to go, actually. He was like, I'm going to Weiss. Do you want any ice cream? And I was like, okay, I'll go. Oh, he knew so we it. go into the ice cream aisle, and there was people, believe it or not, I guess they must have gotten out of work, too, and they were there. there he was said, like believe a- it or not, there were people. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, there were people, at, like, at 12 o'clock at night in yeah that makes sense (laughs) and they were like on the opposite side um and then they were clearly in sight and then my dad goes in he opens he's like dancing and he's like and i'm fine with it and then he opens he's doing his little happy dance for yeah he's doing his happy dance he opens the freezer and then there's every single ice cream flavor except for coconut so this man screams at the top of his lungs like i'm not even exaggerating he's screaming no like like dramatic no and gets down to his knees on the ground and he there's people to my left and i'm 22 or i was 21 at the time i was 21 years old and i'm with my father in the middle of this weiss market and then he's on the ground crying because there's no ice cream he likes and he's like on the ground like no how could you? And I was like, Poppy, Poppy, stop, get up, get up, get up. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then like, I looked around and literally there were people just looking at us like, <laughs> like concerned white people. And I was like, oh my God, get up, please, please. And then- Bro, you need to be bend on your knees and do the same thing. Both of you be screaming to the heavens, what? Like you just had to join them. I just walked away and I pretended like I didn't know him. Bro, you're carrying his face. You can't like deny that he's your dad. I'm like, I don't know this man. He's weird. Oh my gosh. He did that, it just to annoy me too. That is so it would bother me. Awesome. That is so awesome. See, now I appreciate Bobby a little bit more because he never, ever, <laughs> ever did some crazy stuff like that. Bobby was too cool for that. All right. So I and thank you for sharing that. <laughs> now I appreciate how he's my part. <laughs> I think I think he's gonna get mad uh, when he when he sees this podcast. He's like, you can't let people know that I do that stuff to you. What's the time now? How are you gonna be embarrassed if he's the one that out doing this crazy stuff in public? 
I if you're gonna know. be embarrassing people, you gotta own it. You can't be embarrassed later. Everyone wants him as a father. <laughs> like it's almost like your dad is like stereotype dad. <laughs> he really is. Yo, that's nuts. That is nuts. Bobby was cool. He just annoyed me. <laughs> Everybody wanted Bobby too. They're like, oh, your dad is so cool. He's so cool. Da, 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 da. I'm like, shut up. He's I know how that is. <laughs> it's the same thing with me. Shut up. Yeah, he's so cool. He's so good. Blah, blah, blah. Get out of here. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love Tio Gilberto. Tell him I, I love you. your dad too. I'm I'm sad that I didn't get to know him for too long. But oh, I you know him well enough. You, you you know him well enough. You know my brother. That's that's Papi. You know Kiko. That's Papi. You wow. know yeah, like yes. My favorite people. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, like everybody has a little bit of him. Like I I love being around Tio Ito because it reminds me of that. Like Tio Junior, Tio Raul, like you. You know him well enough through all of us. Oh, that's so sweet. That's awesome. We carry people, pieces of people that we love inside of us. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Or, and then when we're together, it's like they're there because they're with us. It's so crazy because I remember um, when when we had a big, like the big family trip down here to Florida. Um, <laughs> Wait, which yeah, one? That, yeah, that one, the one that made that you go. No, that was awful. I don't, I don't care if who sees this in the family. You know that was bad. That was a horrible trip. But I'm so glad that I was in my home so I could leave y'all when I had to. <laughs> that was too much. Wow. It was too much. Girl, you I knew it too. It Girl, you knew it too because you wanted to come and then you were sad. And I was like, I didn't know you wanted to come. So I was like, we got to get out of here for our sanity. There's too much. There's too many guys to see us in one place. It's too much. I got kicked multiple times when we were like I was sleeping on the on the uh, the thingy on the on the seat in in the car Uh and like we were I was like I forgot which cousin was next to me but they kicked me and I woke up on the floor all angry and that was that's just all I think of when I think of this trip that's so crazy I bring it up though because like because now you bring it up of like driving I got in trouble I got in trouble by your dad actually I got in trouble oh, he by your very slow. Yeah, and then he was following me, and I was just, like, trying to get there fast. I was trying to get home fast because I was tired of being in the car for so long. And it was a very <laughs> I was, long. yeah, I was like, y'all going too slow. It makes no sense. But um, so I got in trouble because I was driving fast, and that's a lesson I have for my dad. That's another one. I was like, I learned how to drive with him. Because I, I went through like we we did a lot of road trips and I learned I learned that you got you gotta you gotta get through you gotta get you gotta fast hustle. you gotta be you gotta cut people off a little bit I know people Paul hate Bush. it when I say that but just a little bit because they be in your way but um, nothing crazy mm-hmm. nothing crazy just a little bit crazy um, <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I remember being here in that trip and deal Elbing. Um, was the one that kind of said that what you had mentioned of like we all share um, those those parts of of the loved ones that we have we um, we carry them with us because I remember I remember he was driving in a car with us and he just like we were we were playing music he was playing music and we were all singing we were dancing and um, he told us in the car he's just like I love being here I love being here with you guys because I get to see my brother when I when I'm with you guys I get to see my brother and he's like, and it's something so beautiful and so amazing that now I can experience the same thing with Gabriela and Luigi. He's like, because when I'm with them, now I can see my sister. Um, and I was like, oh, it's so crazy because I experienced the same thing with, with the family of like, when I'm with, with certain people, it's just like, it reminds me of my dad. You know, it's like, they're, That's they're there. Beautiful. You know? That's so beautiful. I'm gonna oh, tears. I'm trying not to cry. Ah! <laughs> Those who can't see this on my face, I have a. I'm trying to. Mm, hmm. Girl, girl, tears is healing. They, the cleansing, the cleanse. Who was it that used to tell me that? It was like, tears are like it's like you're washing your soul or something like that. Like, who was it that told me that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
someone told me that it's like you're cleansing your soul with your tears it was really cheesy but uh, oh, it was so I think cheesy it was just that a way of making me making me feel better because i was always crying was that also he he would he would he would say some cheesy stuff like that i don't know also's always crying i'm excited for people <laughs> why you gotta call him out like that what why oh, oh, i'm sorry i thought it was like a, a universal like truth. everybody knows everyone well, knows also. that even our friends know that come on we, you didn't have maybe to not i'm sorry no but also i meant me i'm the one it's a code name for myself it's my alter ego I'm trying my best. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, also. Oh, man. Oh, man. He's going to rag on you. I'm going to give him permission. Yeah, he's going to, he's going to, I'm sure he's going to do something on his other podcast about how much I'm. Yeah. Yeah, we got to collab. I'm so excited. Because, um, I mean, people will, will meet him. Yeah. We can't have. When are we? Oh, a different. Yeah. Topic. Yeah. 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 We can't, we can't, we can't have. We talk about significant people in our lives so much and also to one of those significant people so um i'm so glad that we were able to share all this and i mean for everybody who's listening or watching um you get to hear more of our crazy stories um and hopefully like resonated with some if just not just like laughing with us and 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 yeah. sharing a little bit of who we are and um and getting to share our dads you know dads are so yeah. important, so instrumental um and we, we really are so, so very lucky to be daddy's girls, um, yeah. to have that amazing ability to share these awesome human beings. So happy Father's Day. Yes. And, and if you don't uh, have a relationship with your father for, for whatever reason, just know that you can live through these crazy experiences through this podcast and we send all that love to you because maybe father's day is not yeah the best day um for you and we see you and we love you and we're here with you um through that yeah. um, don't feel guilty for being angry on this day don't feel guilty yeah honor, honor it because as we described and as we talked about fathers are so instrumental they're so big and significant in in who we are and not having a father present is ex extremely difficult and hard um and recognizing that and appreciating it and knowing it and and being angry and sad and frustrated is is all okay and it's you know more than okay it's actually needed um yeah and and there's so many different kinds of fathers too um you know i may not have my actual father um present but i, I there's so many people who are mentors who are um who, who stood up and and took on the role um that some other men don't you know so it may be mom it may be it may be granddad it may be um teacher mentor um, it may be brother, um, but we honor and respect and we appreciate all, all, all who stood up for that role because um, it makes a big difference, incredible difference. So, yeah. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Amarilis. Uh-oh. What are you grateful for? <laughs> I am grateful for... I am grateful for, honestly, like my dad. I am so grateful for my dad. Um, and being able to meet him and know him and having the opportunity to have him in my life. Yeah. What are you grateful for? Well, now that you said your dad, I feel like I, I'm- You ain't gotta do it. You gotta, you gotta do no, it. No, I'm grateful for my father's pancakes. <laughs> And my father, but his pancakes are incredible. And if any, oh, okay, I know, I know this is like the end of the podcast, but real quick, um, listen, he started to put cinnamon sugar on the pancakes, and it is the best thing that I have ever had in my life. Pancakes at my house. Oh man. I'm mad I have not had your dad's pancakes. So, I mean, I'm going to have to what? go. With 
Can you send them? Like, can you send them? I, well, I, uh, can I mail come, them? Yeah, like send them UPS or something. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I can. I mean, I wish I could. Girl, I mean, if you I wanted to, no. If you wanted to and you really love me, you would send me those cinnamon <laughs> Excuse me. Fine, I'll try. But if they're moldy, you better eat them anyway. I'm not eating mold. Yes, you are. What the heck? <gasps> you eat blue cheese? Nope. Damn it. I mean, okay. <laughs> Fine. <Bam. sighs> yeah. Well, make sure to subscribe to I Am Here podcast on YouTube. And maybe Gabby would send you some cinnamon sugar pancakes. Maybe. 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 But you won't know until you subscribe. Also, follow us on Instagram. And also, maybe, maybe I'll give you some cinnamon sugar pancakes. If you and share your stories with us. It. We'd love to hear, like, everybody's stories. Yeah. This is um, the way we connect. So send us your stories if you related yeah. or questions and anything. We're here. Actually, you guys can send us your stories. Um or any questions or requests um, for topics at I am here. moment here. Pod I am here pod cast. No, I am here pod at gmail.com. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for sharing your space, Gabriela, and your stories. I love this. So fun. Yeah. Um, we are really glad that you are here. And I am here with you. See you next time. Catch up. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh, oh.